Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Super Hits Radio. Radio. Joy 99.7. Miss Vio. It's the time of the day when all seems okay. It gets better when I hear you play. I keep begging for more emotions. They soar as you take me on that Lexus tour. This is Nana Window. Listen to personality profiles with Lessons Bill. Get inspired, get nourished, and grow to be the best that you want to be. Personality profile and 99.7 FM. I love it. Hi, this is Mr. Simons. Keep listening to Personality Profile with Lexus Bell. This is the program that inspires you and brings you very close to your role models. Hi, this is Nadia Antano, Miss Ghana 2013. Keep listening to Personality Profile with Lexis Bell every Thursday at 7 p.m. on Joy FM and be inspired. This is lawyer Philip Addison. Every Thursday night, 7 p.m., listen to Personality Profile on Joy FM, where top personalities meet. It will motivate you, to inspire you, to send you to greater heights. I'm Vera Kwakwafi, current affairs editor of BBC Africa. Keep listening to Lexis Bill on Personality Profile on Joy 99.7 FM. You could just be able to hear the best piece of advice that sets you on the course to success. Hi, my name is James Ebo White, or everyone calls me Uncle Ebo White. You know, what you'll be five years from now depends on only two things. The books you read and the people you meet. On Personality Profile, you meet the kind of people you meet you need to meet to make your transition to your greatness. You want a program that would help you, inspire you, motivate you. Why bother to turn to other channels? Just stay here on Personality Profile and you get all the inspiration you need. Talk the guy go banging on his door. You can throw your hands up, you can beat the clock. Yeah. You can move a mountain, you can break rocks. You can be a master, don't wait for luck. Dedicate yourself and you can find yourself. Straight through hell with a smile You could be the hero, you could get the gold Breaking all the records they thought never could be broke Yeah, do it for your people, do it for your pride You're never gonna know if you ever even try Do it for your country, do it for your name Cause there gonna be a day when you're dead
leaders, be astronauts, be champions, be truth seekers, be students, be teachers, be politicians, be preachers, be believers, be leaders, be astronauts, be champions. Sitting in the Hall of Fame and the world will know your name. Good evening and welcome to Personality Profile here on Joy 99.7 FM. I am so elated that you are tuned in right now. Well, good thing is we've got a video live on Facebook as well. This conversation we're about to have is live on Facebook. So you can actually log on to Facebook and uh, share the link with your friends and family. And this is actually a conversation you don't want to miss. For the next one hour, I would want you to stop whatever you're doing and listen in because it's important to you. Yes, not really just about my guest, but also what he does and the impact it's going to have on your life. You're going to love it. My name is Lexus Bill. Welcome to Personality Profile. You know, we spend time having conversations about uh, people and what they do for Ghana, uh, from various industries, from business to politics, governance, religion, and the likes. Well, today, Personality Profile Train lands in academia. Yeah, well, academia and religion, sort of. And I'm sure you get it. You get a perspective a bit later. Many people might have encountered this man. And uh, whether it was in class, whether it's about his uh, scholarly articles, his work, or probably heard him on one of the media houses talking about a very important part of our lives, mental health. Yeah. I was especially thrilled when I heard that he's the first Ghanaian to become a full professor in suicidology. Yeah. Suicidology. <laughs> you know, I was like, okay, so who really had that gut <laughs> to decide to explore suicide academically into detail? At the level of a professor, he's a full professor in suicidology, the only one in Ghana currently. I had read papers on suicidology, and now it's even more impressive to see the body of work and research that my guest has done on suicidology in Ghana. And I was even thrilled as well to know that he was very instrumental and one of the leading members who advocated for the decriminalization of attempt, attempted suicide in Ghana. You know, a few months ago, Ghana's parliament approved amendments to the Criminal Offences Act of 1960, which previously made attempted suicide a criminal offence. Well, as per the recent changes, individuals who attempt to take their own lives uh, will not be regarded as needing mental health support rather than facing imprisonment under the law. Well, my guest today is a full professor of clinical and health psychology and currently immediate past head of department of psychology, University of Ghana. And currently he's the acting director for Center for Aging Studies, CAS, at the University of Ghana. He has a PhD in health sciences, MPhil in psychology, that's clinical psychology, and a master of arts in theology and missions. He's engaged in cutting-edge research and has over 80 publications in reputable peer-reviewed journals. His research includes suicidality, child and maternal health, child development and mental health, adolescent sexual sexuality, divorce, and more related issues on mental health. He's executive director for Center for Suicide and Violence Research. He's the lead for Partnership for Life for the Africa Region, a global initiative for the International Association for Suicide Prevention. And he seeks to prevent suicide in various regions of the world. Now, he's an ordained minister of the gospel, serving in the Church of Pentecost at East Legon Worship Center. Reverend Professor Joseph Osafo is my guest on PP today. Osafo Akwaba. <laughs> hey, thank you. <laughs> really good to see you, and, finally. Um, 
Yes, my pleasure. And thanks for having me here. How are you? I'm well. I, I must say, you look good. Your tiller did a good job. Oh. You need to introduce me to him. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I, I, really, I mean, you see a, him in all yes, his... There's it, a young man, Ahivier Clothing. Oh, man. Yes, he's a young man. He's got a good touch. Oh, <laughs> great, great one. No, so I'm, so, I'm so glad that we get mm. to have you here yeah. on Personality Profile. But how are you? I'm well, and, and how are you doing too? I'm fine. Um, I listen to your programs. Oh, do you? Yeah, very ah. inspiring. Oh, I'm happy. Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm happy to have you on as well because you've inspired so many people. And uh, today we get to know a bit about your journey through life. Mm. Um, it's been almost a year since you attained full professorship. Huh? Oh, that was 2020. Oh, that's uh, that's a long yes. time ago. Like wow. I actually read that article last year. Okay. So I, I thought it was quite recent, but... Yes. We'll see much. So, yes, yes. so <laughs> usually what happens is that when you apply, you mm. know, the bureaucracy goes through a lot of yeah. processes. And so when you go through, they would have to backdate that. Yeah. So okay. this application was done in 2020. So okay. I'm three years old. Wow. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Now, Thank I, you I, I, so I'm like, okay, who really sets out to go and research on suicide? I mean, who even wants to talk about suicide? I mean, a lot of a lot of people probably have been suicidal, and nobody nobody even wants to talk about mm -hmm. it or admit that, you know. A very unpopular, very heavy subject that nobody wants to talk about. And um, and you're right. I, I remember when I returned from my PhD, some of my colleagues had concerns because. I mean, of all the subjects in the areas of psychology that, I mean, you could take opportunity and study, mm -hmm. why did you get into this area um, that is so heavy? Yeah. I mean, when you're talking about it, you can't even get words to express because <laughs> when you hear somebody has killed himself or herself, you always feel sad. Yeah. And I recall when I was collecting data on the subject, for all the elderly that I have to, spoke, uh, to speak to, they insisted that I I got a schnapp. I'm talking about Hadley Cole. Wait, wait, wait. For, yes, yes, yes. Like the, the lead, the, who, who exactly? So, for example, if I wanted to talk to any any elderly person, mm -hmm. um, at the point I wanted, the, uh, I wanted to, to, if you like, reconstruct the, the traditional notions. I want to talk about somebody has killed himself. What does it mean? You know, in Akan, uh, Akan, they call it Atofu. Okay. Uh, some call it ahunkum ahun self killing. Yeah. You know, atofu uh, ahunkum. So just wanted to deconstruct, just just get this. Yeah. Properly, and then they will tell you, oh, this is a very heavy subject. And um, let me put it in three. It says, mean to mean ka, just a machine sengu from I just see gunsa. Yes, mean gunsa. Toward. I need I need to invoke like solidation yes. or something. libation and invoke the spirit of my fathers in order to allow me to you know have free to even speak about oh, it. I'm telling you. That was how heavy this subject was so stigmatized. Nobody talked about that. And and, and I remember if you dare open your mouth to tell somebody I wanted you wanted to die, and even now, the chances that you're gonna be shut down. Blood of Jesus, you know Ghanaians. Yeah. For an Uchuchu film. I don't say that again. What, what do you mean by that? Come on. Don't say that again. Come on. Kasaman can be. You know, so this this is very common. So it's a very a very heavy subject. Very stigmatized. Mm. Um it's it's um people have very bad experience yeah. of talking about this. And it's because traditionally, if you talk about the dead and you talk about those who did not die a natural death. The thinking was that you were virtually given a certain kind of, you know, freedom and 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 room mm. to allow this unsettled spirit to still continue to just hover around us and come with all their cases and negative things. Uh -huh. So don't talk about them. Let them just go in silence. Okay. They did not think about us. They didn't care about how we feel. Mm -hmm. They took their life against all our wishes. Why do you want to talk about them? Let them go. If they are dead, let, let them be gone. Because talking about them is virtually invoking and legitimizing what they did. Oh. So don't do that. And so they would not want you to talk about this subject at all. Wow. But we know. 
that if you talk about this subject, you also empower people to speak up yeah. and to open up and tell you what is happening to them so they can get help in time. I'm wondering how you even came by your respondents <laughs> because how are you going to identify people who are suicidal okay. or who so, are suicidal so or, first or do you go and, and, and interview the dead people <laughs> of course well, I remember but that's a very observation I thought, that's a very, that's a very, a very interesting comment because I recall the first time I entered into uh, I forgot the meeting but sort of a meeting and I, I got there and I said I'm a suicide preventionist no I said I'm a suicidologist then somebody looked at me and said what did you say and I said I'm a suicidologist he said do you help people to kill themselves? <laughs> <laughs> I said, of course not. You know, but so first and foremost, we need to understand what is the cultural conception about suicide. Okay. And so if you set out on that on that tangent, people are going to talk to you from their own perspective and then tell you about who they have ever met. Mm. I mean, I know somebody here who has killed himself. I know this person who has attempted, you know. So that's how I started. Yeah. And then you snowball and get to some persons who, for example, have survived a suicide attempt. And they will tell you about their experiences. I remember uh, I used to do those. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Guys do a lot of interventions in communities because I wanted to I wanted to address the issue of stigma. Okay. And the fact that people will not allow you to talk in some traditional communities. And I remember I go to a community and the linguist has attempted suicide. Wow. <laughs> and then so when I introduced myself and my team, he said, uh opening mekura Wow. I mean, I I didn't die. Yeah. I fortuitously yeah. survived. Yeah. And so it was quite interesting to hear that people of such repute had attempted to kill themselves and they survived. So this opened the space for discussions. Then others are likely to say, Okay, if if Ochami, okay, himself has even attempted why don't I open up? Hmm. Okay. So snowballing to, you know, families have had wards, children in primary school. I mean, the youngest I've seen is eight years who, who took her life, unfortunately, you know, and a number of those we've spoken to have also survived. Yeah. Families have lost their, their hmm. members and their wards and loved ones and fathers. And you can see the pain, the anguish, they are so angry yeah. that why did you take your life? You have dented our image. You made a mess of us. Why did you do that? So it's a really heavy subject. And um, I'm happy that I went into an area that was very um, unpopular. Yeah. That was new. It was a virtually, you know, um, trailblazing yes. an area that was not very much known. You, you decided to chart a path. I tell you, I did that. That's great. I've personally met many people who have been suicidal for well various reasons. Mm. I mean, even on my show, I've had people call in and admit they are suicidal, and most of the time, we've been able to help them. Now, luckily, the topic of the topic of mental health is being discussed more frequently mm. now. Uh, do you think we're in a place where people are getting better mentally, or they are getting worse off that's an interesting question but i think that um i think people are first and foremost becoming aware of the need to talk about mental health um remember if you look at uh our, our traditional arrangement and the way we are socially arranged we are very much aware of physical health Mm. We're very much aware of spiritual health. And that's why people have, people will talk about, oh, I have to go and see the traditional priest, I have to go and see or so forth. But people aren't very much aware of mental health. 
emotions in this part of the world can easily be dispensed of. Mm. Like people don't talk about emotions. When you are a man, for example, and you're crying, you often have heard it, mm. that men Bermans. don't cry. So so that the, the area of the psychocentric, I mean, talking about your emotions, your thoughts, um, it's not very deeply explored okay. within our, you know, uh, our, our space as a group. I mean, yeah. I'm talking about our communal and, and psychosocial space. And so, mental health. And so, the reason, yeah. why, the reason for which people were stigmatizing mental health a lot, because we didn't have a lot of, you know, discussions in those spaces. Yeah. Uh, if you were unwell, you were either uh, diabolized or there's a demonic, you know, influence over your head, and that's why we behave in that way. Chances are that if they thought that this was the manipulation of, you know, some diabolical interventions, then you were sent to a medical, sorry, a, a pastor, yeah, um, a spiritual, whatever, to pray over you and maybe uh, conduct some kind of a. Um, um, spiritual, whatever, over rituals, your, rituals, and, and whatnot, you are yeah. fine. But <clears throat> the area of psychocentric discussions came up when psychiatrists, psychologists, and uh, mental health workers began talking about look, between physical and spiritual, you have the psyche, mm. you have your soul. Mm. You, you feel, you live in a world, you go through challenges, difficulties, some things hurt you. You go to bed and you're thinking, you can't sleep. When somebody gets up and tells you that, look, I, I couldn't sleep last night, I was just thinking about, but he's talking about an issue that bothers on the, on the psychocentric. Mm. I, I couldn't sleep, you know, this particular issue is still bothering my mind. That's psychology, that's, yeah. that's mental health. You know, I had a, I had a news and I was so hurt that is emotions. It's talking mm. about your mental health. And so people weren't very much aware of this. But now they are becoming aware. Okay. But again, I think that so many adversities in the world are making people's lives very difficult mm. to really, you know, be resilient yeah. and to continue to live a meaningful life. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, look at what, what happened globally in 2020. Yeah. I mean, the ravages COVID. of COVID. Look at how systems have been disrupted, economies um, look at uh, transport, for example, is affected. Look at workplaces. At a point, I was checking ILO, and and people were losing jobs yes. all over. And 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 nations and economies have not even recovered. So, in fact, some mental health experts have indicated, based on the data that we're getting, that um, some say it could be an exaggeration, but it's quite interesting to to just reflect on this that. The next decade is a lost decade. A lost decade? Yes, lost decade. That we're going to be struggling with the after effect of COVID. We're going to have a lot of mental health issues. And it's, it's now all over. Mm. Check data in the US, in UK, the whole of Europe, and come back to Africa. Currently, Africa is leading when it comes to suicide um, issues. Mm. You know, a lot of young people are dying. And remember that Africa is the youngest continent. Mm. And if you have young people killing themselves, what do you think lies ahead? Oh, yeah. It means that we, I mean our best minds are all just going. Okay, so we have to take we have to take care of ourselves. In fact, the highest estimate in Ghana is placing those between the age of fourteen and nineteen about twenty percent of them mm. who have attempted suicide in the past year. Even if they survive, it's still very risky yeah. to have a young person who says I want to die. Hmm. And so. <clears throat> um, it doesn't look too good. It doesn't look good. At all. It doesn't look too good. And that's why we have to have such conversations okay. on mental health. If you're listening in and you want to join the conversation via WhatsApp, you can send us a message on 055-111-1997. Or you can actually uh, check out our live video and put your comment on our Facebook live stream uh, right now. Professor... Reverend Professor Joseph Osafo is my guest today. I mean, we'll talk more about, uh, you know, suicidology because for me, <laughs> today I just don't want this to be a personality profile because there's a lot that we can actually get from you. So for right. those who are having psychosocial issues, this mm -hmm. is where you turn up the volume. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now, let's let's get to know a bit more about you before we come to the other issues. Right. Uh, where do you hail from? I really, I want to understand how your life was being <laughs> up to you decide that I'm going to school to study 
suicidology. Yeah, <laughs> where, where do you hail from? Well, I come from uh, a place I proudly describe as the Garden of Eden. Oh. You know, and recently I was telling a friend that do you know where Adam hailed from? He said, Oh, get out of here. I said, I said, That's from my hometown. Enum. Enum Boso. Boso. Yes. But oh, I'm wow. from Enum. You know, you get to Enum, then you get to Tosan, you get to Nanyo, then to Boso. Okay. <coughs> okay. So I I come from Enum. Enum. Okay. And Enum is just, uh, if you know the Kosombo, Kosombo uh, road mm -hmm. through the Eastern Corridor. Right. And then you you take the length on the left to Hohoi Road uh, from Esikuma Junction, just about, let's say, four kilometers. Mm. There's another turn, and that's Enum. You just head into Nkokobio or Sebe, and you're going to Enum. And when you get to Enum, you love the place. It's in the valley. Ah. And then you can go to, I'll encourage you to visit my I would love to. My school. Oh, you have a school uh, there? Yes, Enum Presbyterian Secondary School. Okay. It's one of the oldest in the country. Okay. It's about 100 years, 100 and something years. Oh, wow. And you will see the the biggest part of the Volta Lake mm. from my school. I see. I mean, eventually, you may think it's a sea. It, it's a huge. Wow. Yes, and 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 I love to be. I mean, those those were the days after... Probably should take after, me along the next time you're visiting. I think I'd so. Love to go with I you. think so. I mean, after a hot morning... Morning mental. Yeah. You want to just go there and just watch. <laughs> <laughs> when a teacher the teacher comes to you and it's very hot on you, yeah. you want to just go there and just 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 distress a little bit and, and watch the and watch the little oh it's it's so lovely. Yeah. It's so lovely. And is that where you were born? That's why I was born and bred. Okay. So I attended primary school uh, right from uh, a new, um Anglican mm. St. Anglican, St. Andrews Anglican Primary. Okay. And then went through GHS. And one good thing, I were the first batch for the 1986 GHS. Okay. So I'm a pioneer. I see. You know, I can, I can narrate our experience. I, I for this see so how you say that with a smile on oh, your face. I'm you're, so proud. You're proud of it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you know, those were the days that we were told that we were going to have a new school. Yeah. And uh, hey, I went to... Uh, visit my brother who was at the time in Kufuridia and he bought me a shoe, you know. Right. And Charlie, I didn't know that shoe, the shoe was actually for, for ladies, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and this was this, how do you call these shoes, eh? I mean, the sole was not, you know, a little bit yeah, of heel. Oh my goodness. And and black, you know, so I got some white socks. <laughs> it was quite open and I was just one. And the way I was just, you know, cut walking, I said, hey, what's happening here? What on school is this? <laughs> you know, so that's why I started I schooling uh, primary school. I wasn't very smart. I was a late, a late bloomer in the school. Mm. Um, so when I started, uh, I wasn't good. I recall... How bad? I was the last all the time. You were the last all the time? <laughs> wow. I was the last. I was the last in class one, class two, class three. Mm -hmm. I picked up in class four. I think class mm. three, second term. That was where the miracle occurred. So that should be when I was about nine, ten years. Mm. Class three, I had a teacher who was very encouraging. Mm. Because my teacher in class one and two, and I think class three, first, second term, they were, they were not good. Wow. I, I, Are you blaming your teachers? Uh, yes, they said they were not good, I'll tell you. <laughs> I, I, and that's a fact. Because, they, they, you know, a lot of teachers feel it's good to use a cane on a child. And that's the only means by which a child can learn. I am completely opposed to that from mm. my experience. It's not true. When I was growing up, I didn't, I didn't like, I did not like people using kids on others. Mm. I, as a child, I felt you could still talk to a child. You did not need to use a cane. And I did not enjoy those teachers, to be honest with you. Okay. When okay. I got to class three, class three, third term, I had a teacher. I love sports. And I think he brought the best, I don't know whether he's still alive. He's called Mr. Diku. Okay. Diku. And he brought he brought life in me. And yeah. he uh I played football. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed football and and I also learned by playing. Okay. That's how I learned. And I think that he just got that. So he will come back to class and then will be encouraging me. I always be sitting at the back. Yeah. You know. And sometimes I need the answer, but I won't say. And <laughs> all of us everybody will be whipped. Wow. But class three to 
let's say the miracle happened. I mean, exams went on. And I was second. And hey. the guy who is all the time, last, 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 last. How come I? I was a second. Hey. And so I joined class four and just continued. That's okay. And that was it? That was it. I never trailed. After the miracle was what? It was, so, it was so, the, so for me. Exemption of the king. Huh? No, I thought that I got a teacher who explored other alternatives okay. in teaching okay. me, but yeah. not using in a corporate punishment approach. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some teachers were like that. I mean, one plus one, no mentor. One plus one minus one times two, and then <laughs> they just want to whip you. That's all they wanted to do. Yeah. And and I thought that that was not the way I wanted to learn. I'm sure some teachers listening now would be happy that you're having this conversation. Oh, yes. And you're I giving recall, them alternatives to helping exactly. their children. Exactly. And right? I, recall, I recall about five years ago, I had a chance to be on was it on TV3, one of the um, television stations, because they had a program on my life, my teacher. Mm. I think the best teacher I got was in GHS. Wow. Uh, and he's still alive. And I'm very proud. Yeah, he What's his be, name? He could be listening from my hometown. He's called Mr. J. Mr. J. I call him Teacher J. Okay. You know, he could be listening from my hometown, Teacher J, from Anum. He's retired. Very solid teacher. So in GHS, I was still very quiet, very withdrawn. And so I'll just be sitting at the back. But Teacher G. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Uh, how he effectively called him. Very, very smart and, you know, he's very, what's the word? He's very smart in picking indications that... Maybe intuitive? I like the word. Maybe I use the word intuitive. Mm. Very much. And he could pick up signals mm. and indicators that look this guy could be good uh, and and so he will come to you and very encouraging mm -hmm. very encouraging mm. so by jhs one second term i take him my level wow i wasn't afraid to be in school i became the school prefect hey and and that was it quite i mean i took my level this was a meteoric oh, rise. my goodness <laughs> in fact Martian, Martian rice. Oh my God! I love <laughs> you know, and and I I took I took my student and very encouraging. Mm. He will give you work. He will inspect. Yeah. He will pass him, you know, in front of my my home to school and will check up on you. Oh, I ready to go? Yeah. That that was the teacher, and and he kept checking up on me right even when I left. When I left GHS, he wanted me to pursue science, so I got to secondary school actually reading science, mm. but. By the second term, I had to change because uh, as pioneers, we did not have teachers. Oh. So I had to change. I did um, physics, chemistry, biology, at then Iman's first term, and I changed and began reading literature, government, history. That's the general arts. General arts, okay. you know, from secondary but school. But was there a certain profession that you wanted to do as a child? I don't recall... But I what I, what clearly was in my mind was that I wanted to be a teacher. Mm. But I don't want to be a teacher <laughs> teaching, you know, in the lower. I want to be a teacher. I don't want to be a teacher in primary school or JHS or SHS. No, but I want to Why be a not? teacher. Well, I can't explain. Maybe, maybe I didn't want that experience because of the way I was treated. Okay. <laughs> but I I wanted to be a teacher. I in fact that time. I didn't know much about lecturing. Okay. Although one of my half brothers was was into the university working, mm. uh, Doctor He was a historian, okay. and he was the first to popularize Japanese history in Ghana. Mm. So I knew that he was a lecturer at the University of Ghana, and then occasionally he would come, "Hey, young man, you have to learn," you know. But yeah. I didn't know much about that. I see. So I wanted to be a teacher. But yours is you just <coughs> wanted to be a teacher. Just a teacher, and I think I began exploring that when I was in uh, SS1. One of my teachers, Mr. J, I think he's still alive. He called me recently. Um, he taught me government. And he enjoyed the way I could explain concepts to my colleagues. So I recall, and one of them to Mr. Boache, I think he's still alive. He taught me literature. 
So I remember reading Shakespeare, and he would want me to just um, stand before the class and then do an analysis, yeah. you know, of the book. That's pretty, I enjoyed it, you know. Uh, I remember teaching my colleagues about forms of government, mm. and then Mr. J would say, Joseph, teach. Mm. Mr. Dako taught me history, mm. and there were times we we're looking at the Songhe Empire, the Ghana Empire, the Mali Empire, I said, can you teach? I enjoyed those moments. Mm. To the extent that when I completed SHS, some of my teachers who taught me electives that I mentioned were engaging me to teach the oh. lower classes. Yes. Wow. So I enjoyed that in secondary yeah. school. Yes. So that's uh, probably what formed, you know, the basis of has the interest. Now. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. I left secondary school in 1993 as the only person who left the school to the university. The only person who left the school to the university? Too bad. I didn't have a mate. Wow. Yes. And, and you know, the pioneers, those days, the entire examination, I believe, was politicized. I mean, because there was a group that thought that we could not move from secondary school to the university. Mm. So there was a massive failure. Mm. I mean, I, I recall that just about 1,005 um, nationwide passed mm-hmm. out of over 60,000 students or so. And and then I went to Legon to just buy my forms and didn't have a mate. <laughs> I got them, bought my forms yeah. and got to Legon. And you know, I, I recall having a mate who was in the 50s. And, <laughs> <laughs> and he wonder, I mean, your mate, your mate was 15 years old. And wow. I, when I got to the hotel, I thought my mate was in the 50s. And, um, and you saw yourself relative to others, yeah. like a young <clears throat> chap, you know, a teenager, sort of. Shall because these were old guys yeah. wearing beards. And, <laughs> and sometimes they'll call you, hey, Robin Simba. You know, so this that's the point. I grew up from my hometown all the way to I came So now let's talk about, you know, higher education and where your interest in clinical psychology came from. So as I said, I I saw at, at this time when I got to Lagos in 1995, I think yes, my my interest was still in maybe education. I be a teacher. I didn't know mm. exactly what I wanted to be, but but at that time too, I was exploring this other dimension of me, which is ministry as a pastor. Okay. So I was Pentecost students and associate. I became their prayer secretary. I became their president, mm-hmm. and it was very much engaging crusades and and going to villages and organizing crusades and so so i'm quite a busy young man and still studying mm-hmm. but my interest in clinical psychology um came about one day when i was attending lectures i'd gotten to the kuafa block block annex a and then i had people screaming hey come on help come on a young man who happened not to be a student had just come from town Climb up to the fourth floor, and was just you know jumping from the fourth floor. He was just about to jump from just, the fourth just floor. End his life, and three guys managed to hold him. So I just you know climb uh, up and uh, just got to know what was the issue. And he began telling me about his wife, and so my interest. I thought, wow, the guy wanted to die. I followed him throughout. Took him to the Legon Hospital with a colleague, uh, Paul Lamfo. He could be listening tonight. He's an airline at church. And then from there, he was referred to um, Pantai. <clears throat> I followed up on the gentleman. He kept telling me that he didn't mean to kill himself, but his wife and his mother were a problem for him. Oh, dear. And, and so he wanted to just end it all. Mm. So when I came back to pursue my master's, I had that in the back of my mind. In fact, two areas were running to my One was motor traffic accidents. Mm-hmm. I wanted to look at the human elements. Then the other one was this uh, suicidality. Mm-hmm. And then I completed my master's. I didn't do my master's interestingly on any of these topics. Interestingly, on my master's, mm-hmm. I looked at psychosocial factors that are associated with what we call Belhazia. The technical name is schistosomiasis. Mm-hmm. Okay, Josomoja, if you've ever heard that. Okay, well, a schistosome can perforate your bladder 
and then you 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 what do you call it, urinate and there's blood in your urine and the schistosome is actually found in water so i did my study around the uh, north south uh, the Dinsu, Donfas, in those areas those are endemic areas where this uh, parasite is found in the Dinsu river mm -hmm. and so i wanted to look at what are the psychosocial factors for why you have sunk a well for this community where it's an endemic community and yet they don't want to use the water from the well they still want, want to go to river. exactly so i wanted to do that for and this was a project for noguchi okay they wanted to pick up the psychological factors and so that's why i did my my, my masters but the phd led me into the suicidality yeah i was interested now in exploring what i saw yeah when i was a final year student wow. and then i got opportunity to join legon as a lecturer and then uh, three years after I joined Ligon in 2005, mm -hmm. 2020, 2008, I got a chance to go to Norway to pursue a PhD in this area of research. Wow, good stuff. Lots of messages are coming in. Actually, I'm on my Facebook uh, live stream and I got a message from uh, 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 Kakra Danso who says, Teacher J. Ah. Teacher J is also my teacher too. <laughs> oh, they know him. Yes, Kakra is from my hometown. Yes, and Amoyao, Rutherford, Alexis, Prophets and Inspiration. Oh, oh yes, yes, the yes. People of Enuma, proud of you oh. from your assembly member. Hey, yes, honorable, honorable. Yes, your assembly <laughs> member has sent him a message. Honorable, Rutherford, God bless you. So, you, you know. <coughs> The, the whole clinical psychology thing, of course, it's a confluence of psychological, mm. social, cultural, mm. biological factors. Mm. I mean, I think this part of our world, the socioeconomic setup also makes it more uh, important that mm. we look at mental health. Mm. But unfortunately, I think you even alluded to that earlier. We, are, we would rather go to probably, we, it's very easy for somebody to go to a, a general practitioner because of their physical health. But when somebody is referred to a mental health specialist, the first thing is that they want you to send me a bottom or something of the sort. You know, we hardly, you know, approach this. It's what what's the reason? You what know, in counseling, I know a lot of people. The only time they see their counselor is when they were getting they were getting ready to get married, and that's it. <laughs> you know, it's 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 a it's a it's a real challenge. So let's look at it from this angle. First and foremost, it appears that within a sociocultural milieu, the conception of who a person is, is is a big issue. So you are conceived as a person if you have a full function of all your faculties. We don't believe, Akans, for example, and most other ethno groups in Ghana, don't believe that uh, if you have ever broken down mentally, you have a full use of all your faculties. Sometimes they feel, you know, they put in a in, in, in a tree, in the local balance. Kramaya Abodampen Kakrawo. I mean, to, to it, um, if you have ever had a breakdown, you completely cannot be fully recovered. Mm. And there are a few vestiges of what you know, happened to you. So, yeah. Kakrawo, you know. And so, <clears throat> there's a lot of stigma in there because people feel when you have lost a full use of some of your faculties, you are not a full human being. There's a problem. And, and, and that narrative ought to be changed. That's the reason why, if you're looking for a chief, you know, you'd have to look for so many attributes. You know, there aren't any kind of infectious diseases and mm -hmm. some kind of uh, genetic disorders and whatnot. All of those are discriminatory mm -hmm. kind of things. Because what it simply means is that some people can never become chiefs. And part of this could be taken from actually the judeo-christian text remember that if you look at judaism judaism is very thorough in who stands before god there are certain illnesses and diseases for example if you had what they call um, leprosy uh, that cannot be described today as the Hansen disease as we see but any kind of skin disease was seen as leprosy in the Bible I mean the Old Testament you were not even counted as part of you know a community you ought to be behind the walls mm -hmm. and so <clears throat> this is a culture that is very engrossed very much in religion 
So that's one. People always felt mm. that if you broke down mentally, you had offended the gods, mm. you had done something, you were just being paid. This is a just world. Yeah. So, I mean, God is punishing you for what, what, is, what is happening. Mm. Okay? And that's one. The other thing is that if people got to know, for example, that you had a problem and then you were not in good shape, it even affected conjugal opportunities. I mean, you could not, for example, say, well, I want to marry you. Say, ah, no, there are some things in your house. I don't want to be part of your family. And so some ladies, for example, did not get opportunity to just marry someone because uh, they said, mm -mm, don't go there. That, there are some things in that house. Don't go there. And the fact is that, I mean, the, the, the perception is that whatever is there could affect you. Mm. Honor is shared much as challenges are shared. That's the thinking. And this has been a challenge for all of us. Because the daunting task, how do I get people to understand that, look, anybody at all could break mentally. The pastor could break. The chief himself could break. Anybody at all could break mentally. And so you don't need to stigmatize at it, but open up and ask people to look for help. Now, this, I think we've done mental health advocates have done a good job mm. i think if you look at the numbers we are seeing in our psychiatric hospitals in our clinic settings i think is the message is going down it's well getting better people are now responding what we need now will be more hands okay we need the manpower because there's are manpower crisis seeing more people come in for counseling i think so okay a lot more people are opening up now they'll call you my name is so and so. I heard about you here. Can I come and see you? Sometimes you have been overwhelmed. Yeah. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. So people are now opening up. They are coming to consult. They want, they want somebody to reflect on something with them. They want somebody to just tell them, that, okay, this is another way of thinking. They want alternatives. People are getting empowered through counseling and through psychological services. So I think that we are doing... We are doing better, okay. but still more room for improvement. More room for improvement. In fact, since we're on the topic of counseling, I, I really need to get you to speak to our program's director, the mm. Mighty, who's also the host right. of Home Affairs. Okay. Um, yes, 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 yes. That's a very good program. Yes, I've been listening yes. So to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every Saturday. Oh, listen to it. In fact, next weekend, um, the team is putting together a, a family forum. Um, yes, about actually, the theme is Becoming Mr. and Mrs., where oh. young people who want to get into that institution would get some oh i love this yeah, i think that this, I love this is something this. that you can actually yeah, 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 make yeah. an input yeah, in yeah, because yeah. i know that you have a well you know i run i run i run something i call school of marriage oh okay <laughs> yes i oh, mean I we see. have we have the second the second edition this yeah. sunday four o'clock ah. it's free wow so what i do is to provide opportunities for young people mm. who want to marry to just come sit and listen to me two hours oh wow yeah, yeah free I'm not charging anything. That's beautiful. Yeah, and 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 the, and the first edition, huge number. I mean, a good number of people were coming from all over. They came yeah. over. So come over. Just good this Sunday. And in fact, uh, you, you would have to have a conversation with Adam Knight when we are done. <laughs> because I'm sure this is, this is going to be very, very good right. and important. Next week, if you're listening in, though, next weekend, we're going to be at the Best Western Plaza Crab Beach Hotel. Um, that's in Nungwa. Uh, so if, if you would want to be there, can send us a message on 0551 0551111997 it's the joy fm family forum dubbed becoming mr and mrs put together by adam Naite and the home affairs crew and you would really be glad that you came by okay so <clears throat> i remember in october 2020 when the mental health week was launched by the mental mm -hmm. health authority the theme was the power of the voice towards the decriminalization of suicide. <clears throat> well, three years later, Ghana's parliament approved amendments to the Criminal Offences Act of 1960, <clears throat> uh, which previously made attempted suicide a criminal offence. Well, as per the recent changes, individuals who attempt to take their own life will not be regarded as 
needing mental health support rather than facing imprisonment mm. under the law and i'm sure this is a win because you were a very huge advocate for this why would you want to kill someone who is distressed or not kill but why would you want to incarcerate someone who is already distressed for every suicide there's a story and for every suicide there is a logic so your job is to unpack the logic to listen to the story and see where your intervention can be is your intervention in casting the person and finding the person absolutely not needed and if you look at around the world anywhere this law uh, was kept it was just a colonial legacy hmm. you were you were like a, if you like a property to the king or the queen and if you took your life you were denying the king the queen your services uh, so I mean they, they they reserve the right to punish you okay but <clears throat> fast forward we've learned a lot about human psychology and the human condition people become suicidal for seven reasons lives adversities some are mentally ill mm. um, somebody is traumatized why would you want to instead of providing support you say go behind jail and even when they go to jail they end it there again this particular provision in the law had a certain ionic impact if you knew that you were going to be incarcerated if you survived then you must take the lethal route and make sure that you and succeed. make sure you succeed simple as that and so if you look at the data that some of our colleagues had from 2012 they were looking at for example this data on men's suicide of course generally globally men are quite lethal mm. when they engage in this behavior but it was so high that the men kept killing themselves using all kinds of very little methodologies to end their lives and and again we had evidence indicating that as of 2013 some persons who attempted and survived were vigorously being being harassed mm. by the uh, legal or the justice system and and you're wondering I mean, why would we want to do that end and so we had a we had a rare opportunity when the mental health authority and then other groups put together a training for uh, judges and had a chance to train over 240 something judges across the country on the need to look at mental health uh, from another angle and there could be persons who may be engaged with a you know criminal justice system because of one thing or the other and they need to look at their their situation from a different perspective mm -hmm. then judges got to know wow and i remember one of the training sessions i got judges calling said look i think this we have to take a look at this no no this cannot be a crime and that's where we saw that okay now we need data yeah and you know my center what we do is to get data so it's an evidence-driven advocacy yeah the one of the things you have to know is that you know this part of the world the politician will not listen to you because you are good in talking uh the politician the african politician too is very wise they want to see what's the data you're talking about this what what is on the ground mm -hmm. tell us what is on the ground and we have a huge data at our center right from um lay persons data on judges and their, their views on suicide police personnel media personnel we have data on all of that we have data on lay persons mm. we have data on religious leaders we have data on you know um ghs students and suicide we have data on secondary school and suicide we have data on university students as i'm speaking now wow. so so we just push the data to them this is the data would you want this huge number of persons for example in secondary school in 2000 yeah 2021 about 22 percent of secondary schools in ghana secondary school students in the past one year attempted to kill themselves hmm. 22 percent out of about two uh, two thousand about 1800 uh, students who were sampled 22 percent wanted they attempted it's not like they just wish they attempted attempted means that they took the step to take their life but fortuitously survived now are you going to tell me that you're going to just um expand and so on <laughs> and keep them there? is that what you want yeah <clears throat> that's what you want in one of the universities that we did a study 20 percent in the past one year attempted to kill themselves you can't justify this and tell me that because they attempted you want to you want to just jail them or you want to find them 
So when, when the parliamentarians saw this, they said, wow, no, 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 this is not the way to go. And, and we must commend um, Honorable Enyemedu. He took this serious and his team, mm. the team on, I think, Legal and Constitutional Amendment Committee or something like that, they took this seriously. Um, we must also commend um, the, the former CEO of uh, Mental Health Authority, uh, Professor Kwesi Osei. Mm. Uh, he and I and others have been involved in this for a long time. And the enthusiasm and the flame never win. We kept fighting, we kept submitting petitions. And, and, uh, and the last here. time we were in Parliament to finally work on this, it was a joy. Wow. But you know, it's rather it's a joy that places responsibility on our shoulders. Yes. It is not enough to to expunge this provision in our law books. Mm -hmm. It will be sufficient if government said, okay, after this, let's now go ahead and set up a national suicide prevention you know, policy. Get a center, get the experts. Mm -hmm. Now let them begin to work and make sure our daughters and sons don't kill themselves. That's when we will say, yes, yeah. we are now doing yes. something. But if you decriminalize and you still don't put in place measures to intervene, you haven't done. You haven't you completed the journey. Okay. So well, we still there's still work to do. There's a lot of work to do. Uh, we're so, I just checked, and we have four minutes left. Oh goodness! You know <laughs> what I mean? We've been, oh dear! Wow. But anyway, no problem. One of the other things that I'd want to touch on, and I mentioned that to you earlier, that you know, because of my my position and my role, I I meet a lot of people. Mm. I hear a lot of their problems. Sometimes you would have to intervene and and be there for people, and it it's draining mm. personally you know there are times that you feel that you need help exactly. <laughs> just after listening to people's mm. problems i'm wondering you have been listening to people's problems your <laughs> literally your your whole life and researching mm -hmm. and even going to look mm -hmm. for those who want to kill themselves and ask exactly. what's going on in your mind how has this affected you personally it's been 23 years of working as a clinician and i can tell you Every clinician knows what we call self-help skills. You know also what we call secondary trauma. Mm. Listening to people's story can drain you. Mm. And so you must always distress. You must also talk to others. Make time for yourself. Mm. Make time and tell others about stories that are actually haunting you. Okay. Some of the stories can be so gory. And the person who is telling you uh, did not you know, polish certain things, just told you a story as as he had, yeah. anyhow. And so you can get traumatized, and it is there. And so one of the things I do is that I have means of managing my stress. Okay. I have a group I work with. I came to the studio with my protégés. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't do a lot of things myself. Some of the things that can be done by others, I pass on to them. Okay. Uh, so you can also have time and rest. And rest. And also another thing you do is that um, you must always remember that people want you. So if you don't manage yourself, you won't be available. You'll be for mismanaged. Them. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't manage yourself, you'll be mismanaged. So manage your time, manage your stresses, make time and rest. Make time when you don't you don't want to see anybody. Mm. That's you, I mean you are not God. Yeah. Don't be don't don't build a severe complex. Every 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 trouble should come to you. No, you will break. I know you're a suffer, but let me sing this song. <laughs> I'm not available. <laughs> <laughs> not available. So there are times that you have to be you unavailable. You have to. Even Jesus mm. withdrew. That's what the mm. Bible says. There are times he withdrew. Mm. He withdrew from the, the pressure of the crowd. So you as a clinician have to be careful and, and for your job. Yeah. I mean, the stories you listen to. So when you get time to take your break, please take your break. Absolutely. Rest. Well, I'm just back from a break and I feel so good. <laughs> <laughs> we have just a few seconds yeah. to wrap up. Uh, Prof, I would want you to use the next 30 seconds to mm. speak to anybody. There are so many people who are going through a lot, mm. who need intervention and all. But if you had to tell them something, what would you tell them? Two, three. One is that whatever you are going through now, remember that every challenge is transient. It may appear that this is permanent, but it's not. Mm. Number two, it is magical to just speak to someone that, look, I need help. You don't lose anything if you speak to someone. So please go ahead. And number three, understand that you aren't going to be in this forever. Right. Changes will come. So always be positive. Don't you 
love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 